Hi, I'm Leanna. And I'm Aiden. And this is Take a Bite, where we talk about any and all things Twilight related. Here, you'll be taking a nostalgic trip down memory lane with me as we explore the ins and outs of the Twilight franchise and how its effect is still felt even over after a decade of its initial release. Okay, today's episode is on alienation slash isolation. Y'all know anything about that? Oh my god! <laughs> you're like not a guest at this point. Like you're literally another co-host. I'm so sorry. Slay. Uh, we have a we have a guest this week. My name is Rachel. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry for getting at you. Literally, you are part of the podcast at this point. You're not even a guest. I'm gonna have to like add you to this. Slay. 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 Okay. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> This week's clearing my throat, but thank you very mm. much. How would you clean yourself somewhere else? Okay. Um, <laughs> this week. All right. See you later, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> this week's episode is on isolation slash alienation. I said that backwards. It's fine. What do y'all know about it? Um, no one likes being alone. Well, people like being alone, but like. Brand. <laughs> um, but am I wrong? It's okay to be alone, but isolating... Not always. Isolating someone is, like, not a healthy thing to do, and it's actually really toxic. Ooh. That's true. I do agree with that statement. Thank you. Okay. What do you know about it? What do I know about it? Yeah. When I get home, I sleep. I don't even see anybody. I, I I go throughout my day, like an NPC at school. I get in my bed. I fall asleep, and that's it. I'm always alone. That's not sad at all. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. So we're going to be talking about isolation and alienation in Twilight. Y'all, can, can y'all think of any specific moments within the franchise where those two things apply? Um... The Cullens kind of hide themselves in the woods. Ding, they, ding, right on the money. They still go out and, like, do stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. But, like, not a lot. Yeah. Would you say Bella is isolated from her family and friends because of her relationship with the Cullens? Yes. Very Slay. much so. Slay. She's even isolated from the rest of the uh, the vampire stuff because that could start a war. Yeah. yeah. She just chose, like, the worst path. (laughs) I'm just going to say. You're not wrong. No, yeah, you're not. Okay, isolation appears in two forms in Twilight. The physical isolation, like, Forks is small. Like, it's a very small town. A lot of people live there. Um, And then there's the emotional isolation. Uh, When you said Forks are small... I thought you meant like the utensils. Like the little Me too. Me too. <laughs> and I was like, what does that have to do with anything? I was, I was like waiting the for you. Corn fork. <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish your thought and then I was going to say that. Say <laughs> fucking I'm going to bleep that out. Because that like, was funny. It's a small town. It's a small town. I was like, in Forks, Washington. Just all the people For- are Forks. Forks is a small thing. <laughs> and there's the emotional isolation. That Bella shares with the Cullens um, and the community around her. Bella isn't exactly 
complaining about being isolated. However, she kind of got herself into this on her own accord. Okay, like, Edward is probably the loneliest character <laughs> in the franchise. <laughs> um, he went 90 years looking for someone to love before he found Bella. The Cullens are also isolated because they're vampires. The Cullens are a family that are also isolated. They must keep themselves separated from human society from which they live in. They are also, consequently, isolated from other vampires because they live a vegetarian lifestyle. Because they don't eat humans. So, they are their own niche. Slay. 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 Okay. I wonder if that's how vegans feel. They make themselves very present. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. Like, so a few questions for you guys. If Bella had not met Edward, would she still feel isolated? Probably not. And I say that because her one friend, um, the one who, um, the girl from... I know, what you're, I know what you're talking Wait, about. Jess. Jess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jess. She was so sociable. And I feel like... Well, you also have to imagine, when she came right to Forks, like, all those people, she already had, like, a friend group. Right. Mm-hmm. Not... You can still feel isolated. In no, a yeah. yeah. Especially in a small town. Oh, yeah. But she had people. Yeah. Like, it wasn't She, like, like, had friends. She had... Like, she had friends who actively wanted to hang out with her and... Do stuff with right. her. And didn't want to eat people. Every and didn't want to eat people. And didn't want to literally eat her. She had the opportunity to spread out. And then when she chose to spread out, she just kind of went the wrong way. No, yeah. And she, then they like were like, you're ours now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we're adopting like if she, you. If she didn't meet Edward, she probably just would have moved on. Yeah, it's Gone on with her life. Had a nice she, life. Probably would have ended up with Jacob. She probably would have ended probably. up with Jacob. Because she is from Forks. Right. And then probably would have gotten caught up in a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> She probably would have probably still... Probably something worse, but... She probably would have still knew the Cullens because if she mm-hmm. had ended up with Jacob. But she would have started seeing them in a negative... Yeah. Light. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think Bella would describe herself as lonely at the beginning of the story? At the beginning of the story? Yeah. Because she's very much painted as, I'm not like other girls... Like She's very much like because I'm not like girl. other girls, I and I'm annoyed books. to be here. I read books, and I'm clumsy, and I wear glasses. <laughs> she doesn't wear glasses. I don't think she does. Maybe in the books she does, but she doesn't in the movies. Um. So that's a... What was your answer? I said yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know. She kind of strikes me as more of an introverted, just like... She'll go to places, but she would rather she be is by herself. very awkward. Yeah, even when she first meets Edward, and she kind of has a little context about him, but not nearly as much as she does at the end of the, you know, series. Right, and she's still extremely awkward. Like he literally asked her about the weather. She said, "You're asking me about the weather? Like what? The- like I'm it's nice out. <laughs> Why can't you just say that, girl? Well, it's actually it was raining." She's like, you're asking me about the way some yeah, people it's like, like the rain. It's like always yeah. cloudy. And he literally looked at her like, did this girl just say <laughs> just respond <laughs> my question with another question? Oh god. Heck no. No wonder he can't read her thoughts. There's <laughs> nothing up there. <laughs> what is the most isolating feature 
of forks. The fact that it's surrounded by, like, the woods. Mm-hmm. It's got a bunch of wolves. Like, people wolves. Very <laughs> tiny <laughs> A tiny, cold town, and no one likes being out in the cold. It, yeah, it's tiny, it's cold, it's, also, it's wet. It's also Washington. Hey, I love Washington. It rains. Washington. Every day. <laughs> I love the rain. I would love to live there. But I'm, my depression would be at a sky high if I lived there. But it's fine. Every other day it's raining, so it's just... <laughs> okay. So you think, like, just, like, the setting itself, like, the, the trees. The setting itself, definitely. The fact that it's so gloomy, so you already kind of feel sad. It's literally, like, seasonal depression if it was a location. And just being in a small town in general. Yeah, you're not really... There's not really much. No, I think small cow... Small, small cows? Small <laughs> towns are very nice, actually. Small towns are cute. Small towns are cute, Okay, they're but cute, they're but, like, from an outside perspective. Like, right. You're Living not gonna there, be, it's like, no thanks. <laughs> you're not going to really, like... The Living media. there, you're going to have, like, one McDonald's oh, and, like, a one Walmart. Walmart. I don't even think they yeah. have that in Florida. Not even a Walmart, <laughs> like a like an off-brand Walmart. Yeah. An Aldi. An Aldi. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, like Forks is very much kind of like local news. You're, you're getting like a certain type of, like certain type of information and things like that. And you don't, it, obviously, apparently new people don't really pop up in Forks that often. That's, I think that's why everyone was like gravitating towards Bella. Like, ooh, new girl. Who's she? Pop off Slay Queen. Okay. Is Edward's family more attuned to this isolation than Bella's family is to hers? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. They're a functioning family. Like, not for the most part. Like, they're all very <laughs> weird, but. No, but yeah, if they're but all, they, they all love each other. Yeah. And they're all they're very like, much together. Yeah. Literally in They're a pack. Sense. Unironically, they are back, which is, yeah. Whereas Don't let you, them hear you say that. But it, <laughs> that's a knee slapper right there. Um, but yeah, Bella's family like it was already no, because Bella like shut up, Bella. She's already kind of used to that isolation. Well, I think they both are used to it because her parents are divorced, right? Her parents yeah. are divorced. They've also all been there for over a hundred years. That's so true, they, so they've, they've had been, a lot of they've time. They've been doing this right. for a minute. She's only been doing it for 17 years. Yeah. Cut her some slack. And I think especially because she doesn't really have a... Re- Let me restart that sentence. <laughs> I think especially because she does not have a strong relationship with her dad because she lived with her mom for so long. Like, she's, she would so- see her dad here and there, but she lived with her mom primarily. Mm-hmm. So she's already feeling sort of this detachment from. She refers to him as Charlie because that's his name, and she calls him Charlie. Comfortable. I know. I'm reading. I'm like, girl, that's your father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call him your father. Um, but yeah. So you can tell like she already has this like, I don't really know you, but I'm related to you kind of attitude about it. I really <laughs> thought you just passed out. <laughs> she I, just, I was like, she, she just went. dies right there. Just like <laughs> the file opens, just <laughs> this podcast is gonna kill you one day. I know murder. Yep. Okay. Why does Bella feel more alone than ever when she faces James? 
Who's Prefaced James? by James. James. James is the tracker. So in the baseball scene where they're done, and then the group of those three vampires uh-huh. come up. Uh-huh. James is the blonde one. He's he's the white guy. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and he's the one who like tracks people and like finds people so they can eat them. Uh-huh. Um, and so basically when James gets a whiff of her scent, realizes that she's human mm-hmm. with the Cullens, he's now on a mission to like kill her. Right? Mm-hmm. Not only because she's human and he wants to eat her, but because she knows about vampires and things like that. That could get him a raise. Why does she feel so alone? Because they now have to hide her. They have right. to they have to hide her. So they have to they went to Arizona. Yeah. They it was Alice and Jasper took her away from her family. Yeah. So away from Charlie, away from she had to be separated from Edward and she basically had to hide by herself. Yeah. So, so the they question, c- Yeah. The question was how did why does she feel so alone, right? No. No? Why does she feel more... Wait. Why does Bella feel more alone than ever when she faces James? So when She's literally pulled away from her life. Yeah, she's pulled away from Edward. Like for the second time. Yeah. For the second time. And then on top of that, the only people she can communicate with are people who... A bunch of vampires. Yeah, have a bunch of powers and abilities that could protect themselves. And she's just kind of there like... (laughs) Yeah, I got nimble arms. Because the rest of them. <laughs> I'm mortal. <laughs> <laughs> because the rest of them, they have to throw off James's, like her scent from James. Right. So they can't be with her to protect her. Right. And she also, in the movie, goes off alone and decides, frick this, I don't want to, I'm going to go back to my old ballet studio. And then that James. Way they catch her. That's where James finds her and makes this weird snuff film as <laughs> he's trying to kill her. It's this weirdest thing. Um, Man, I don't remember that from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like he's bre- he, he like takes out the camera. He starts breaking her bones. It's the weirdest thing. Um, that's charming. What can I say? It's love. Not from him. <laughs> I mean, he loves his he loves his job. He loves <laughs> he people. loves his job. Oh yeah. <laughs> How do you th- how do you think Charlie really feels about Bella coming to live with him? Is he glad, sad, nervous? Um, I think he's happy to have her back, but he's uncomfortable with the situation because I feel like they make it seem like he hasn't seen her in a lot of years. Mm-hmm. He's also nervous that he doesn't want to mess something up with Bella. Yeah, especially because her he mom already left messed something him. up with the wife. Yeah, <laughs> lol. And literally in the movie, uh. Because I forgot what happened. Well, I know what she was doing when she had to. Um, she had to run away, right, from yeah. James. She had to basically get into this big fight with Charlie, and so she could run off, and so he wouldn't ex- suspect anything. So basically, she has to get into this full blown fight with uh, Charlie, and basically is like, "This is why Mom left," kind of situation. Whoa, whoa, which Ooh, and so she did dis- that on purpose. Yeah, she really uh, did that to her father. Oh, imagine Ooh. could not be me. Because Charlie wasn't even overbearing. Like he very much gave her her space, yeah. gave her her freedom. No, he's very chill. He's a very Charlie's chill like dad. I'm Team a Charlie. Good guy. <laughs> I'm so Team Charlie. Oh yeah. He's like the best character. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the mustache. <laughs> Most cops have that mustache, right? 
Yeah. Especially in that region. Yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. What kind Anyways. Of, what kind <laughs> of cop was Charlie? He was a chief. No, but, like, what kind of cop? The type that had a mustache. Apparently, Aiden has a mustache, and it's just blonde. Does he? Get over here. No. Get the f*** over no. here right now. No. No, don't don't say something. Advertise it, <laughs> and then not expect me to ask about it. And a beard. Bring. I did shave a little while ago. but A little while ago? Yeah, like two weeks ago. I don't shave very often. He got that baby face. That would definitely grow back. I'm glad I'm in the shadow, actually. <laughs> nah, I'll turn on this light right now. Do it. Okay. Do you think Bella wouldn't feel so isolated? Hear me out. If her parents had stuck together and she had lived in Forks. And she had experienced it. And she was like, okay. Um, It depends on how the relationship was at home at that point. Because if they were, like, fighting the whole time, mm-hmm. she'd probably feel even more isolated Do but you, and i say that because she was friends with jacob when she was a little kid yeah do you think have, they would have been besties for life if she had stayed jay she had her bestie jay do you think they would have been besties for life if she had stayed oh yeah okay that felt like a disagreeing no i was just thinking aiden hasn't said anything so i no, don't know I, I agree i agree would you like to participate nope <laughs> would you like the talking stick <laughs> Um, see, if you hadn't showed up and it was just me and Aiden, this would be the <laughs> shortest podcast possible because you'd look at me mm-hmm. and be like, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm tired. That's fair. Okay. Have you guys ever felt isolated or alienated? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Care to share some examples <laughs> or do you just want to run with that? <laughs> Welcome to the trauma dump. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you want to just trauma dump? (laughs) Yes. Well, this is going to go out, so share what you would like the internet to know. Well, you remember the whole situation Mm -hmm. with certain individuals last year. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Aiden's like, (laughs) Aiden uh, doesn't know about this. (laughs) Sorry, Aiden. You're always welcome to ask. We don't mind sharing. We just... So that was, like, a very isolating situation because I couldn't talk to anyone at home about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, My therapist hashtag just stopped showing up. And it was just, it was a lot. And so I was like, okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's why I talked to you guys during (laughs) English when I had the opportunity about it because I was like, I need this to get out. (laughs) Guys, please. And then I got on antidepressants. Hell yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. What about you, Aiden? Um, do you remember the uh, the like week off we got out of school, like for the snow days, mm-hmm. like the blizzard that came through mm-hmm. last uh, year? Yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I was stuck in my house the entire time, mm-hmm. and it was very similar to quarantine. Mm-hmm. I was I was not in a good spot during quarantine. That's fair. I I really didn't like myself at that time, but um, I'm glad you're still here. Thank you. Uh, during those snow days, me and my dad got into a fight, and we, like, blew up at each other, and that was, like, the first time I had done that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. My dad makes me feel very isolated a lot, and I'll leave it at that. That's fair. 
We love trauma dumping. <laughs> <laughs> we could trauma dump some more when I stop the recording. Absolutely. We um, love trauma dumping. No, yeah, I've definitely felt isolated. I feel isolated all the time. Because all I do is I mm-hmm. go home. If I, if when I had a job, I would go home, go to work, mm-hmm. sleep, go to school, go home, go to work. Now I just like, I definitely am more social than I was. Right. Mm-hmm. Now I that I go been. to Five Acres, it's a lot better. I'm sorry. It's true though. No, no, I get it. Mm-hmm. Animals are nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's also just what you do with that isolation, like whether you're productive or not. Mm-hmm. But sometimes. Most of the time be. you're not productive. No, Most of the time no. you're laying in bed staring a hole through the ceiling. But uh, yeah. Most of the time you're just making up fake scenarios in your head and I just like. That's like all the time, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's literally me in class. I'll just start disassociating that's and thinking a, about fake scenarios. That's Girls all my brain does. Mm-hmm. I literally, I, my problem is I have hyperfixation. So I hyperfixate on one thing that makes me happy because nothing else makes me happy. And then that's all I think about slash talk about. Yeah. I.e. why I have a whole podcast dedicated to Twilight. Because I have. We're getting the origin story now. Literally. Yeah. Because I have a problem. Okay. Can you name any other characters besides the Cullens in Twilight that also are isolated? I think Charlie's isolated. No, yeah. He's the only member of his family there. Um, and he's finally getting the situation, but she's still so distant from him. Mm-hmm. So it's like such a hopeless situation. He probably feels very trapped in his own home and his own life. Mm-hmm. And then she becomes a vampire. <laughs> she, yeah, <laughs> that's gotta like sting. But also, you gotta imagine bite, Charlie's if you will. I'm gonna boom <laughs> You also gotta understand, Charlie still doesn't know about the vampire world. Uh, he doesn't, and he will never know. That's fair. Because he will die if he knows. Or right. he has to turn into a vampire himself. He knows that something's going on because Jacob turns into a werewolf in front of him mm-hmm. because he can do that. There's no law against that. Could you imagine if your mom, dad, and, like, any siblings you have were all, like, turned into vampires with you and you just have to live Forever. eternity with your family? That's also sad because, uh, no. what's it called? I'd, I'd leave yeah. so fast. That's fair. Um, yeah, but that means I never... I, I haven't read the books in so long. Like, the later books. Like, I'm currently reading the first one again, but I haven't read the later books in so long. Like, I don't remember if... Renesmee ever meets Bella's mom. That would be so sad. Yeah, and Can I you imagine and having I a grandchild and never. Do we meet Bella's mom? Do yeah, we do. In the okay. first movie, we do. Uh, when she's that's why Bella moves from Arizona because her mom is dating this like pro baseball player, and he has to travel a lot, and so she just decides to move in with her dad, so her mom can travel with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like that's that's so interesting because like, her dad knows something's going on. But she is going to outlive him, and she's never going to age. So he's going to know something's up. Oh, They're going to have to fake mm-hmm. her death soon. Whose? Bella's, probably. Why? Or her disappearance. Why? So that way no one ends up looking for her. She graduated already. She's not in the system. She doesn't have to go to college. 
She can do what the Cullens have done. Just I mean, like, her family. You mean, like, her mom? Because her mom's the only one who kn- doesn't know that something's going on. I'm pretty sure her okay, grandparents are Okay, but, like, there. 20 years later, you haven't heard back from your child. That's what I'm saying. You physically can't. I never liked Bella's mom, so I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really care what she thinks. Um, who who are the bad guys? The like big three. There's a lot of them. There are a lot. <laughs> the, the, and also, the, I yeah, there's there's uh, the three. There's like, gonna be an episode after this, good versus evil. So it's very subjective on who you think is bad or not. The like th- the three guys who are in the the Volturi? Yeah. Yeah, they're they also c- they could be seen as bad. Not that, um, but like they're also very isolated. Cause they're they live in a ginormous castle fair. in the middle of Vittoria, Italy. Yeah, they're basically like running the world or whatever. They're doing what, whatever that they're, the, they're doing yeah. whatever they do, mm-hmm. but no one knows. Yeah, no, no one, one knows. knows except for other vampires. Vampires would make such good mafia members, though. Like if you really think about it, hey, they'll stay hidden. Like mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> they'll stay hidden. They'll have all that no extra stuff. No one cop to tries out. to stop them. Right. <laughs> Someone write something about that. Someone write that down. Someone write that down. Write that down. Write that down. Make that into a book. Oh, God. The Vampire Mafia. I really want there to be a book. Okay, so it's, um, there's two books, right? In the first one, you're following this one character, and they die in the end. And they're, like, the hero. Everyone loves them. And then you go. And then you go to this. (laughs) (laughs) And then you go to the second book, right? And it's from the villain's perspective. And it turns out they were the good guy the whole time. Um, and. And you find out about all the terrible things that the um, hero of the last book did and how they literally manipulated you mm-hmm. um, throughout the entire story into thinking they were good. So when are you going to write it? <laughs> <laughs> so when are you going to write it? Uh, I'm not an author. It would be cool, but... I'm I in creative writing. Skill. Don't give me ideas. Um, I mean... Isn't that the opposite of what you want? <laughs> well, I'll make money off of it and just forget she ever told... I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I'll cut it. I could sue. With what? With what information? I'll cut the shit out. No one will know that this conversation ever happened. I'm keeping my lips sealed. <laughs> no. <laughs> why? Hey, whoever pays me more. Hey, I got you. Okay. How I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do that to you, Rachel. How so, yeah, the vampires are pretty isolated, mm-hmm. I would say. So, are, I guess we've been talking about the vampires a lot. So, are the but the world, no, they're not that isolated. Well, wolves are very open because they're mm-hmm. very like integrated mm-hmm. into In society and like, society and the culture and, there. Yeah, so especially really like native culture mm-hmm. and stuff. So they really have nothing to hide. And they they have their own society. They like yeah, they have their own community and yeah, everything. So they, they don't, sustain each other. So they don't really need to hide. So yeah, you're right. Um. Uh, yeah. Ooh ooh ooh. I didn't mention this earlier, but this is, I probably should have bring that, brought this up. So the whole conflict and Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2 is the fact that another vampire sees... Ooh, what's the baby's name? I always forget. You gotta pay for cameos like that. Um, What's her name? Renesme? Is it Renesme? It is Renesme. You're right. I said, it, I said it earlier and that's, I somehow that's forgot. The kid. Yeah. They think Renesme is an immortal child. Right. So mm-hmm. Bella wasn't really hiding her. Mm-hmm. However, she does cause problems <laughs> in the last book mm-hmm. or in the fifth book. 
Fourth book, my bad. Fifth movie, fourth book. Mm-hmm. Um, because they think she's an immortal child and not half human, half vampire. Because mm-hmm. they've, they've never seen it before, mm-hmm. the Volturi. Mm-hmm. So how do you think Renesmee would have felt? Now she has to hide herself and she has Jacob protecting her because they want to kill her. <laughs> mm. I don't know a lot about that child. <laughs> I don't know. I only child. know about the cursed baby. <laughs> oh, not the animatronic remove. baby. Oh, <laughs> no. <nah. laughs> Hell no. Nah. That should be that should be the new Annabelle doll. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Just make noise. Well, I think that's a good stopping point for today's episode. However, make sure to tune in to our future episodes where we continue the conversation of Twilight's Madness and make sure to give us constructive feedback. We would love to hear your opinion.